Welcome to Allendale Market Talk. This is Greg McBride and Mike Lung. Uh, Mike, we're at that time of the year. It is uh, Thanksgiving uh, week and a lot of volatility, very little volume. Kind of reminds me of the Nick Offerman YouTube video where he sits in front of a crackling fire for like an hour just sipping on scotch and just sits there and he just sits and stares at the screen, stares into nothingness. That's how I feel when I'm looking at these markets uh, lately. It's like corn has been in the same range since, actually I think it's trading the exact range of November 1st at this point on the March contract. So it's it, we are kind of the definition of a sideways market there, even though you are starting to creep up on that uh, that downtrend line. Um, beans broke their downtrend line recently, uh, so we. But we've come back and retested it as support a couple of times. Wheat doing wheat things up twenty thirty cents, down fifteen, back up ten fifteen. I mean, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It's just unbelievable volatility here. But like, what do we do? Where do we where do we go? as we close out this year because you know producers start to get uh, a little bit tired after you know the long haul of uh, of harvest and all that stuff and i know brokers are are at the point of how do you hold a position when you see volatility like this what do, where do we go where do we go from here what's the next step yeah big one's going to be obviously getting out of December option expiration, seeing what's going on with that, but it's just really getting through this lower volume week and seeing what's coming out the other side because you have smaller specs that are able to be in and out of the market, like you talked about with wheat, up, down 15, 20 cents, back the other way, and just continuously going back and forth, uh, but in a strong uptrend at this point. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a exaggerated move at this point as well with just this very exponentially rising market uh so potentially seeing some profit taking coming into there potentially figuring out hey we overdid it um anything in those regards but you have at this point people who have been wanting to be bullish all year there's been a lot of reason to be bullish most of the year and now you start to see managed money come back in here and rebuild the position in corn and have a minor position in beans, uh, but the thought process of if they're going to start building in corn, why not start building in beans as well? And really just trying to figure out at this point, what is spec doing? Because the farmer, low engagement in the market right now. Yeah, they're not going to sell right now. Yeah, so just put it in the bin, store it, and see you next year. Yeah. So just getting a game plan together and really learning different strategies at this point. How do I use options in tandem with futures? How do I go about buying out the money options because they're cheaper? How do Whatever it may be, but finding well, different strategies to help work with your operation. Let's talk about some of the some of the out, outside market influences. Um, you know, the the dollar at, uh, in, an, in a nice uptrend uh, here for about the last two weeks. I mean, we're at prices we haven't seen. We're above, uh, what is it, 96.50, which is the best uh, that we've seen in a year, almost a year and a half, um, which should be bearish to commodities. 
you know, there's a there's a statement made or or you know, and actually something that was put into into effect where some of these big oil uh, consuming nations, the United States being one of them, China being another, and probably three to five others that are going to release oil from their emergency reserves to help uh, tamp down gas prices or fuel prices. Uh, but the problem with that is that they're only releasing a certain amount. You know, it's a very small amount. 50 million barrels is is like a drop in the ocean when it comes to the overall crude reserve. So, uh, you know, the market takes that and says, I'll see your your price dampening and I'll I'll raise you $2 today. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a market that was at, what, 10 to $12 off its highs. Mm-hmm. And then you get something that should be even more bearish, and you get a bullish reaction to it. You look at the the cattle, uh, fat cattle, feeder cattle, uh, the relationship that they have sometimes, uh, feeder cattle especially, to corn. And you see, you know, it's not a one-for-one. One. It's not a perfect correlation, but you're seeing them in a in a good uptrend. Corn is following, or corn is kind of leading. It's still in an uptrend. Uh, for the short term, since I think the October USDA report. Um, so there's there's uh, markets out there that are kind of defying their correlations at this time of the year. And it's like, well, okay, how do we hold a long-term position? Well, maybe you don't. Mm-hmm. Maybe you change the way that you approach. And if you get on the right side of a position, don't be afraid to jump out of it right away. Let it let it set back and go back into it again, or let it rally back up and then short it again. However, you want to approach your your bias in the market, but I think it overall, I mean, the, I think what we're seeing with the with respect to like the uh, the funds and how they're starting to come back into the corn, and they're kind of it seems like maybe coming back into the beans. I think they're playing the 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 guessing game of will China come in and buy. Mm-hmm. Just like they did last year, and China's late to the party, but I think everybody's anticipating they're going to show up, and it show up in a big way. Yeah, it, it, so it's twofold because you saw them be big buyers last week. The week before that, they were big sellers. The week before that, they were big buyers. So maybe it's trying to anticipate sales. Maybe it's just, hey guys, we got a lot of. A lot of volatility and very little market participation. I can be in and out of large positions, make a good profit uh, in a short period of time, and really viewing this just as a speculating market. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just huge movements in a short amount of time. So I think your thought process of maybe I don't hold positions for where before you could hold them for six months to a year, maybe I just hold them for five days yeah three days something along those lines but yeah it's and there's there's other ways to play that game where i think we've seen it in the past or or where we've we've tried to do this uh uh before that's been you know maybe you you sell futures and you buy a shorter term call against it or you buy the futures and you buy you buy a shorter term put uh against it just to have that backup Rather than using stops, because you know sometimes it feels like the stops will get blown out and then it goes in the in in your favor anyway. Maybe this gives you an opportunity to have a little bit of a 
a different way to approach things, you know, looking at it from a different strategy. I know with some of the stuff that you've done uh, in our own products here, you've, you've had those kind of recommendations. So, um, you know, and maybe it's, if your bias is long or short, depending on what your bias is, just buy a call spread or buy a put spread and just leave it be. You know, you're not marginable. You know what your risk is. You're offsetting a little bit of that risk with the sold option. Um, but it's, it gives you something at this point. I mean, it's, it's, you know, and I've got a lot of customers that are basically just sitting at, sitting off to the sidelines saying, you tell me when. And right now I don't know when because it's, we keep seeing this volatility. Mm-hmm. And I think we still will. I mean, uh, as you mentioned, option expiration is this Friday. The day after Thanksgiving, which makes no sense, um, and we're gonna see, we're gonna see if they can trap some five eighties or some five seventies uh, right at the uh, at the at the close there, and see where she goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as of this morning, five sixty would expire the most options. So we'll see where that develops as we get through tomorrow's trade and where it's gonna be for Friday, but. We've seen it more than once, large movements on option expiration for no other mm-hmm. reason than it's option expiration. I need to offset my risk. So with lower volume and with a large op- option expiration day, which December options, um, you could come back from your food hangover and <laughs> look at a market that's just running wild. Yeah. And, I mean, we saw it after uh, 4th of July weekend where the co- – corn and bean market just opens tremendously yeah. lower it could be an interesting day yeah well and i think the biggest thing that you know as we as we talk about this and you're talking about um producer engagement being relatively low right now and when it comes to the cash side of the market that is something that uh, producers need to remember though is if they haven't sold their grain and they don't have puts or short futures or something against that, they're sitting out there wide open. Mm-hmm. That's where their risk comes in. Market can go up all at once. Fine. Great. That's exactly what we want to see. The problem becomes when let's say China doesn't show up. Let's say, you know, let's say crude oil falls back off after this and takes ethanol with it and maybe the ethanol production numbers start to to fall back off again. You know why does corn have a reason to go up if that if that demand is delayed for another month or two? That's there. That's legitimate risk. You know we're more often apt to see our our producers sell soybeans rather than corn, but that's another one. Corn soybeans are overpriced right now. Protect it or or make some forward sales. Get those sales out to March or April or May or whatever, and and get some get some sales on the books because at some point you got to look at that and say, well, I can't let this one go because mm-hmm. if we don't start making sales to China like that, what was it, twenty to possibly thirty five cargos that was talked about last week? If that doesn't come through, you've only got about a month, month and a half before. Brazil is ready to harvest, mm-hmm. and that gets a little scary. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot on the table, and yeah. with the shortened week, with everything wrapping up, I mean, it's really getting to meeting season. 
you got meetings with the bankers, you got meetings with the accountants, you got meetings with everyone you possibly could ever have a meeting with. So if you guys find some time and really with what everything we've talked about with where prices are, really should find a good time to meet with your brokers, get a strategy together and make sure that you're positioned well, please give us a call 800-262-7538 or email service at allendale-inc.com. But today for Allendale Market Talk, this is Mike Lung and Greg McBride. Craig McBride signing off. You guys have a great one.